Hey guys, what's up? I'm Shoma. And I'm Tiffany, and you're listening to Chai Tea Party. This is a podcast about the underdogs, the brave, the creative, and the slightly off in the Daisy community. Wasn't Unexpected oh the latest yeah, one? Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, We that was that July 16th. on the 16th of July, yeah. That was a while ago. It's now fucking September. <sighs> How did that happen? September. How did that happen? But I am ready for, like, haunted houses and cider mills and stuff. Oh, me too. But I feel like I didn't have enough of a summer. Yeah, I didn't do, Bought a like, new bathing suit or once. Right. I didn't even get to use the kayak. <laughs> like, I've been so busy, I didn't even get to use the kayak that's been sitting in my living room haunting me since December. I used it today to book my flight for DC. That <laughs> <laughs> took me a second to get there. I was like, oh, like she sold it for like a clean. T- oh, okay, so yeah, like the website. Oh, yes. That is a travel website that you can purchase tickets on. But I actually went to Delta.com. <laughs> oh, God, liar! <laughs> what is that called? No, that I'm lying? Like, no, I didn't want to like yell liar. I wanted to yell like, not traitor. What's the word? They use it for people that have betrayed their country or something? Betrayer! No. <laughs> no. Traitor. No, no, no. Not heathen. It starts with like an I or an L. <laughs> uh, uh. Infidel! <laughs> hey, Shama. Hey, what? I'll be the greatest. <laughs> you <laughs> You know, that song, and there was also a song that I heard today at the at Kroger that was, um, this will be your everlasting love. That song and the song you just sang remind me of a Cinderella story with Lizzie McGuire. 100%. Every single time. Hilary Duff, but every oh, single time. Yeah. But why the Edward McCain song, though? Because that scene where... Her and Chad Michael Murray are dancing in the gazebo. That's Is the that song the song that, that plays. Oh, yeah. I might not know that. I've seen it 40 million times. Okay, so something we thought was pretty relatable to talk about was our names. Um, uh-uh. <laughs> I don't like the way that started for some okay. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Whatever. We both grew up in like pretty white towns. No, but you you had a pretty diverse school though, didn't you? Um. Well, an elementary school for. More than half of it, I was in Ohio, so no. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. So I had another woman ask me today if Tiffany was my real name. She was a white woman. At work? Yep. Nothing wrong with that. I just found it weird that after a few months of knowing her, she asked me if that was my real name. And I said, yeah. She's she like, said, oh, so oh, you don't have like another Indian now. name. <laughs> right, right. And it wasn't it's offensive. Like... It was just kind of unnecessary. Yeah. I don't know if, I don't know, like, maybe someone can let us know about this, but do they, like, associate that, like, you being named Tiffany? You know how, like, a lot of um, Asian people from, like, China or the Koreas or Japan or anything, they'll have, like, their their given name, and then they'll have, like, Penny or Jennifer or whatever that they use. Do they associate us like that because, like, we're South Asian Maybe, and then there are a lot of Chaldean and Arabic people as well who, like, I knew a guy named Wissam, and he was a liquor store owner, 
And so I met him through my last sales job. Mm-hmm. And he went by Sam. And it's funny because every day at work, people would say, oh, I signed up another Sam. Ha Everyone's name is Sam. And I wanted to be like, no, no. <laughs> They're not all named Sam, but it's because you guys don't want to know their actual name that you call them Sam. Yeah. And it's just like this whole cycle, you know? It's like people aren't going to understand if they're not around it enough, but then can you really be mad at them? Or should they be cultured enough to know? You know, it's just like this whole thing where it's like, when is it justified, when is it not? I think the people of color are just, like, tired. Like, I think they're just tired of explaining. I think they're tired of just being like... Because even, like, when I get variations of my name said, I'm just like, yeah, you got it. I'm going to talk to you one time. I don't give a shit if you get my name right. I'm not going to sit here and lecture you on, yeah, my parents are from India. Yes, this is what my name means. Yes, this is the country that it's from. No, I'm not Mexican. Like, I don't need to keep doing that. Right, and that's a very good point. Um, But I've seen those memes about retail, and I worked in retail for a long time, so I get them. But when... Wait, like, what do you mean? Like, when they have, like, annoying customers or something like that. Oh, yeah. But if they're going to two stores in the mall and talking to two cashiers... They're having, even if they're having the same conversation with them, like, it's still completely different for them. But being on the other side of that, they have 20 of those conversations each day. Right. So it's just, can you really be annoyed at that? Because you're not having the same conversation with the same people all the time. Right. So, yeah, Yeah, it does definitely get tiring, but I also never really understood that aspect of it. Yeah, I guess that's true. So that's also hard for me to explain. I'm like, well, why don't you correct them? Mm Mm-hmm. And I, there are people out there that genuinely just want to know, and they're trying to be, like, a good white person and just, like, not be ignorant. Whatever, I can edit that out, right? She just made, like, a really bad face at me. Is that, like, racist in itself? No. Do we as colored people have the capacity to be racist? Never mind, I take that back. That's so true. My grandma doesn't like Asian people. Yeah. And now I do have to cut that out. <laughs> Mom hates the blacks. <laughs> God, we're going to get a hate mail about that one. JK, she works in Detroit. That's all she knows. <laughs> I'm not going to edit this one at all. <laughs> because I just want to see what happens. Fuck everyone, though, honestly. <laughs> TBH. <laughs> okay, so as you were saying, though. Um, yeah, so I never really had that experience. Um, I have gotten it from family members or family friends who are meeting me for the first time. So my parents was like, oh, this is our daughter, Tiffany. And I'll say, wait, what? Stephanie? Wait, what? Tiffany? Like, what, what kind of name is that? And then I'm like, Tiffany. They're like, uh, sure, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, so. What's your sister's name? Rachel. Oh, okay, that's right. Uh, but there are, I know a lot of Indian Rachels, actually. Do you? Mm-hmm. I don't really know. I don't think I really know that many, like... Especially not, like, Gujarati with people with American names. Mm-hmm. Like, I know a lot of, like, Malu people with, like... Right, right. Like, Olivia and mm-hmm. hey, Olivia. Um, I might get this wrong about how my sister was named, but from what I remember, my dad's boss at the time had a daughter named Rachel, and she was so cute, and they just really liked the name, and they associated with this, like, really cute, adorable young girl, and when they had their first kid, they named her Rachel. Aww. And then when I was born, my sister was seven years old, and... In case um, any older listeners are listening right now, and remember the pop star Tiffany, who is the redheaded singer that Robin Sparkles is actually based on, she sang in malls, and she was wearing denim jackets, and she was very Which poppy. you're wearing right now. 
I'm just saying the world continues to go round. <laughs> and she was kind of a one-hit wonder. Um, I believe she ended up going on drugs for a long time and then became a country singer because that was her real passion. So there are very few people that still know who she is. But my sister was a big fan of her and her one song when she was seven years old and said, how about we name her Tiffany? Oh, my, my parents said, sure. And here we are, 21 years later. <laughs> All of my Indian friends kind of envied me a little bit when I was younger because I would always find pencils and mugs and all that oh, stuff with my yeah. name on it. And I started to get annoyed of it. I'm like, I don't need everything with my name on it. I know my name. <laughs> and I, so I thought it was cool, like, sometimes, like, finding souvenirs in, like, random places, you know, at the keychain. But how many keychains can you actually have with your name on it? Right. <laughs> but everyone else would say, I can never find my name. I'm like, that's a good thing. Then you don't have a shoebox full of shit that you're never going to use, you know? <laughs> but I always thought that was kind of funny. There's always, like, two sides to, like, everything, right? Yeah, that's so you true. You always want what you can't have. Yeah. Grass is always greener. Well, when I was growing up, like, I, I grew up in a town where there was really not a lot of Indian people. And we did have a small association where they everyone kind of got together. And, like, I, a lot of the kids that were growing up were around the same age as me. And I actually know... You know, we're not really in touch anymore, but, like, we all kind of keep tabs on each other. Because mm -hmm. um, it's kind of like they're my family. Like, they're the ones that I, like, grew up with, mm -hmm. you know, for the most part. But um, the school district that I was in, none of those kids went to my school district. So I went to school with all these white kids. Like, even in my neighborhood, it was all, like, white kids. So there were no, like, Indian kids in our in the schools, so a lot of the kids thought that we were Mexican. Other Hispanic students used to come up to me and speak Spanish, and I was just like, I... Even like parent-teacher conference meetings, there would be a translator standing at the front door, and uh, every time without fail, they used to talk to my parents and say like, oh, do you need a translator? And my parents would be like, we're not Mexican, like, or we're not Hispanic, like we don't speak Spanish. Yeah, because either you were Dutch, you were Hispanic, or like, that's it. Like, there wasn't a lot going on. I used to hate my name because there was no, there was nobody else that was like us. So when I was a kid, I used to tell people to call me Sam. It never stuck. It never stuck as a nickname. But I even, my parents still have this thing that I made in like the, like, sixth grade, I think, or fifth grade. And on the bottom of it, you like write your name and you write the class that it is. And on mine, I signed my name Sam. And I, like, really tried to get wow. it to stick, and it would not work. I don't know why. That's so funny, because I actually really hated my name when I was a kid, too. I think recently I got over it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and I hated my name, and I would always tell my parents, I'm like, when I'm 18, I'm going to change it. I am not keeping oh, this no name. Oh, no kidding. Even up until, like, 13, 14, I was like, when I'm 18, I'm changing my name, because that's when I legally can. I know you guys won't do it. Oh, my I gosh. I hated it. What did you want to change it to? I never knew. No? No. Um... And I'm glad that I did it because there's no Tiffany Baxi in the world, which is pretty fucking cool. That is cool. There's another Shamalak Duala out there. The fuck? I kid you not. Who is that bitch? Um, and actually there is a Tiffany Baxi, but I don't know if that's her actual name. But I remember my sister... <laughs> <laughs> You've become the thing that you hate. <laughs> but I remember when I was applying for colleges... My sister told me to uh, search for myself online. Uh -huh. This is before Google was a verb. You know, so like, yeah, who's search engine or Google or whatever. 
she was telling me to um, look myself up to see because when people are looking at my name, like in college applications, they might also be searching the internet to see what I'm about. Mm-hmm. And I saw this girl's MySpace. Her name was Tiffany Baxi. And she was just talking all about like yeah. how she was smoking pot at her oh. parents' house. She was like 14 or something. Oh when her gosh. parents were out, she had a party and there was so much pot. And I was like, wait, no, no, no. Well, and it said Ohio. And part of one of my letters was talking about how I lived in Ohio. And so I was like, if they like connect the dots and see this like young white girl who 14 and 17, you know, that's only a couple years apart. I lost my shit. (laughs) It's like, I really hope that, I don't know what I hoped. Like they could have thought it was like you, your MySpace page or something. Right, right. Um. But I never saw anything, like, after that girl again. Like, I've tried looking and stuff, so I don't know if, like... Oh, really? Yeah. It's never come up? Mm-mm. Interesting. So I don't know if there is another Tiffany backseat. Huh. But, yeah, I, like, totally hated my name. I wanted something maybe a little more Indian so I wouldn't get bullied. Because a lot of people... Really? I, I used to dance. I used to do folk dance until I was 14. And everyone... Even kids my own age would be like, well, what's your real name, though? Like, stop going by Tiffany. And I'm like, no, no. Luckily, I had, like, really close friends uh-huh. in that class. They'd be like, no, swear to God, we've noticed since she was three, that is her name. But <laughs> I used to get questions get all annoying. the time. And that got, you know, just as annoying as I'm sure people are like, well, I don't know how to pronounce your name, so I'm just going to do it this way. Yeah. Which or I'm sure you still you get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. My dad actually wanted to name me Jennifer when I was born. Oh, I forget why or what that story was, but my family was like, mm, no. Um, my parents had suggested the name April because I was born in April and they had heard it was a name. You would luckily, be such a cute April. Luckily, my sister, who was seven years old, said, no, you can't do that. She's already born in April. You can't name her April. Name her Tiffany. So I don't know which one's worse, but JK. Hmm. Yeah, I used to hate my name, too. Then there was... Uh, <coughs> Oh, and I've heard it all. Apparently, Shama rhymes with a hundred different things. But to all the white or, or non-Indian people that I knew, I was Shama. And mm. to everybody else that was brown, I was Shama. And it was like an automatic reaction. Like, I meet someone who's like Caucasian and I'm like, uh, Shama. I meet someone who's Indian and I immediately say Shama and I just can't help it. Like, it's just automatic in my head. Hmm. Um, and so... So I lost my train of thought. So I uh, saw it go away. Like I saw the train just, leave. Like it went <laughs> off the track. So when I was younger, this is an elementary school. There were these two twin boys named Adam and Andrew, who were my quote unquote friends, but also were kind of dicks sometimes. So they started calling me uh Shamalama Ding Dong. That eventually evolved into Shama's a llama, and she plays with her ding-dong. <laughs> so bad. Um, Wait, I, so you don't like when people call you Shama Lama ding-dong? Because I feel like I do that all the time. No, I don't think you do. Maybe you've said it, like, a few times. I kind of Oh, just, I just like, do it behind your back. Then. Okay, my <laughs> But I heard, like, Shama Lama, I heard all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I had one friend that, like, only called me llama when I was in, like, middle school. But that stuck. That of all things stuck. Sam couldn't stick, but that stuck. Uh, and then 9-11 happened. And that was, the, I was in sixth grade. And uh, this one kid, Ethan Noel. Yeah. 
I said his full name. Damn. Fuck that guy. Actually, no, I have no like grudges or whatever against him. He's, I'm sure, a lovely grown man now. But sixth grade you was like, fuck you, Ethan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, sixth grade me like didn't really understand the gravity of what he was saying, but he started calling me Osama bin Laden. Which is also Ooh. like very clever for a sixth grader. Like Yeah, that is true. I hope but he's like also a writer fuck that or guy. something now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But also like fuck that guy. Yeah. But like whatever. It's like kind of hilarious now. I mean, yeah and no. Like yeah. that's so awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As we're laughing. <laughs> yeah. It's not funny. <laughs> so would you say that's your worst nickname? Mm, I got Shamu before. I never Ooh. liked that. And I don't know why that's that's that not kept coming up. Like nope. Well, it's only one letter away, so maybe it's just an easy like. Yeah, diss. yeah, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Um, cause I had one that was given to me in tenth grade, and I still have it, and it's the worst. What is it? Tea bag. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because in tenth grade, this kid. He knows that he is the one that started it, and I told him that it went through college, and it went through now. I saw oh, him. I ran into him two years ago. I was no like, kidding. you know what still sticks? And he's like, shut the fuck up. So um, he thinks it's hilarious. But, so everyone would call me T-Baxi. Yeah. That's just obviously my name, so it's just shortened. And then it just started to become like T-Bax. Mm-hmm. And then one day, him and this other guy, um, they were like, you know what that sounds like? That sounds like tea bags, and they thought it was hilarious. And my best friend and I, we were like, "Are we that prude that we don't know what that is?" Oh, we're like, "Is it a drug related thing? Is it a sex related thing?" Like we didn't know. We Urban Dictionaryed it when we went home. Oh my god! Because we didn't know what tea bagging was when we were fifteen years old. Right. And then we're they like, Urban Dictionary mm-hmm. that early? Wow. Mm-hmm. And we were just shocked. <laughs> we're like, "Is that really gonna be like my new nickname now?" Oh my god! And so it definitely stuck. And everyone called me tea bag. I made the mistake of telling one of my friends when I was starting college, oh my god, so these guys called me teabag, and two years later, they're still calling me that. He said, that's hilarious, told everyone we knew. Oh my god. Now they all still call me teabag. It's just a thing. But I look every time. Hey, teabag. Yeah? That's just my name. Oh, like, yeah, That yeah, is yeah. definitely my name. <laughs> so that's that's been fun. Um, and then they're like the normal ones that just rhyme with my last name, like Baxi Taxi. Mm. Um, I really like my name now. But I used to just mm-hmm. not. Yeah. I wanted to be anybody else but yeah. myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I would write lists of names that I would rather be, like, for yeah. the rest of my life. And I just could not find one that I actually really liked. Mm-hmm. Now it just kind of fits. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. People say, mm-hmm. like, you grow into your name. Yeah, for sure. But, mm-hmm. I think a turning point for me was, well, I moved my sophomore year of high school to the east side of Michigan. And there was more diversity. There were, like, Indian kids in my school. There were, like actually black people in my school which was different Mm. um but it was almost like none of us talked to each other Mm. like none of the indian people like acknowledged each other what i thought which i thought was like weird and i like wanted to acknowledge it but i also did it because i had grown up in like such a white place Mm -hmm. that i was like you do not i don't need you brown people yeah like whatever we're not the same i think once i got to college and i like kind of embraced it more I think I was more magnetized towards wanting to be a part of it. Um, but then meeting people that, like, you know, had different names and, like, had names that I knew that I'd never known to of, to exist, you mm-hmm. know, like, things like that. Um, 
it was very it was very different. Actually, you know, I had a friend. She was Bengali, I think, mm. but her name is Camelia, mm. and um, I don't remember if we had really talked about too much of this, but it was her and I got along really well, and she was on like the swim team with me and stuff, and we used to like kind of talk about being Indian, but she had again like grown up in like a very white area, and she like did Indian like or like did cultural things with her family, but it was very separate like from the two. When I was in high school, actually, I remember we did. A, my mom had started this nonprofit organization, and one of the events that we put on was a sangeet, and um, there was these my best friend Allie, um, and then our friend Jenny, and this other friend Kara, who I actually just like randomly reconnected with like two weeks ago. I like ran into her on the I saw well I was driving on the street in Royal Oak, and I saw her, and I don't even have her number saved because I haven't seen her in so long. Mm-hmm. And uh, I Snapchatted her, and I was like, were you just walking down the street wearing a white dress and wearing low? And she was like, yes. And I'm like, do you want to get dinner next week? She's like, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and we, like, randomly talked. Um, But so those guys actually came to it, and, like, they wore saris and, like, got all dressed up. And, like, I had, like, my white friends actually, like, doing stuff with my Indian culture. But Allie, I mean, was always really into that. Like, she always tried to call me shaman instead of shaman mm, and like yeah. would go to my house and like eat Indian food when I wasn't home like you know things best friends do like right right mm. but um yeah I don't I don't think it was really until college that I I started to like really like being Indian mm-hmm. and exploring what that meant even because mm. it's like once you get to that at least for me once once I got there it was just like all of these people had the same inside joke and everyone just got it. And it yes. was like, wow, it feels like we've all been friends for years and right. I just met you people. It's that weird level of comfort that just yeah. comes naturally. It's yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. You're like, wow, this is what I've been missing my whole life. Oh. One thing that I also noticed about my name was that it sounded ethnically ambiguous. And because people don't really know what that last name is unless they're pronouncing it Bakshi. Right. You know, but I love pronouncing it Baxi because it just sounded cooler, like Tiffany Baxi. Yeah. Tiffany Buckshi just sounds odd, out of place, slightly off. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Someone had brought this to my attention uh, maybe when I was like 20, 21, and I noticed that I was getting interviews for like every job that I applied to, pretty much. And I was like, oh, because people judge you on your name. People don't know what to expect when they see a Tiffany Baxi. And. When they see me, immediately they're like, oh. You know, like, without being that obvious. Right. I'm like, oh, that is kind of interesting. So I started taking advantage of that, too. You know, like, yeah, my name is Tiffany Baxi. I'm going to pronounce it like that when I'm on the phone or whatever. People will never know. And it just, oh. I met so many more people that way. and it, It's just, like, a really interesting thing. And people, when they see me, especially now with the blonde hair, mm-hmm. people are like, oh, you must be mixed. Your name is Tiffany, and you have blonde hair. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm 100% Gujarati, mm-hmm. but, I mean... They're kind of saying it like a compliment, because it's, like, weird to look Indian. Right. But, you know, I just brushed it off, you know, just like everything else. (laughs) That is so... Well, two things that are very true. First of all, the blonde hair thing, people always think I'm mixed. Mm -hmm. And people don't really know... Well, okay, people know the Patels. They know the Shahs. They know things like that. They've never heard a Shama or a Mm Lakdawala, like, where is that coming from? Right. And then they see my, like, again, like, the hair, and they're just, like, they're, like, I don't know where you're from. 
And they want to just place you in that box. And mm -hmm. when they can't, they just get very confused. Which is weird. People love their labels, though, for some reason. Like, it, it helps them organize things in their head, I think. And then they can be like, okay, you know, I can make this. I know this about you or I know this about you. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe. And, like, that's going to be your defining thing now. That one thing. And it goes back to that, well, you don't look Indian. And my response now is always, but I am Indian, so yes, I do look Indian. Oh. You know, because nice. you can't really look one way or another. Or, mm -hmm. You know, and I'm sure that happens with, like, everyone. Oh, well, you don't sound gay. You don't act black. You right. know, all these different things. And I mean, but... Or you're not, like, you don't act like you're Indian. You're not really Indian. Right, right. Mm -hmm. uh, um, yeah, like how you said it's a, like, people want to have that defining characteristic about you. I have a friend that used to call me her Indian friend. Oh, I've gotten that many like, times. Like, before it didn't bother me, I was like, ha, ha, ha. But it's just like, come on. Mm -hmm. I worked with a girl last year who said, in a jokingly kind of lighthearted way, I've never met anyone Indian before. You can be my first Indian friend girl was 22 years old. Like, I just found that very strange, yeah. and it wasn't a compliment. Like, I don't want to be that token person for her. Yeah. Especially because we worked together. We weren't friends. Well, like, token black friend has a negative connotation attached to it. Right. Mm -hmm. Why doesn't token Indian friend? Right. And I don't think she was very self-aware, and, like, she was saying it like, look at me, I'm cultured now because I'm having a conversation <laughs> with an Indian person. And I just found it so strange that she could just feel so comfortable saying that to me. Well, and I know that she wasn't trying to be offensive, yeah. but how could you not know that it is? That's my thing. Okay, but why do people also have this need to say, like, like um, they find out you're Indian, and they're like, oh, I have this Indian girlfriend, or I have this Indian guy friend, and he's just, like, the nicest guy. What do you want? Right, yeah, what did you want me to say? For th oh, yeah, okay, there are some nice ones. Yeah, there are also some. You met a good ones. one, good for you. <laughs> like, what do you want me to say to that? I never know. I'm like, oh yeah, I don't really. know. Or like, they have to mention the food. Oh, so do you eat Indian food all the time? Or oh my gosh, I went to this Indian restaurant once ten years ago. <laughs> cool. Both both stories are very cool. I'm glad you just told me that. But if they're actually trying to have a conversation like that doesn't involve, oh my gosh, I've always wanted to go on Indian or to an Indian wedding because I've seen it on TV. You know, if it's something more than that, like. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Like, I don't know. I don't even know what I would expect because you can't really expect anything. But just something that's there not are good like... ways to do oh, it. Oh, okay. So have you read Eat, Pray, Love? Like, have you done that? Right. You know? right. Like, I don't know. <laughs> just something not that. Right. Or like, you could just be like, oh, I saw cool. the show Friends once. Or just say, oh, okay. <laughs> you don't have to say like, oh, I didn't know that you were... You don't look Indian though. Like, you don't have to say anything. Like, oh, cool. Right. Oh, are you Indian? Yeah. Okay. That's it. And then maybe, like, later on, like, oh my gosh, like, I just met this Indian guy. I think he knows you. Fine. Instead of, I met this Indian guy. Do you know him? Right. Like, there are different ways to approach different things. That's just a human thing. Yeah. Like, it's not Indian versus white or, like, anything yeah. like that. And But I have a coworker that has, like, she approached it in a really good way. She had just gone to an Indian restaurant, and she was, like, like, she came up to me, and she was excited because she was telling me how good the food was. Mm -hmm. And she was like, oh, I don't really know. She's like, this is going to sound stupid, but it was some, like, chicken thing with curry and this. And she's like, you know what? She's like, before I make an ass of myself, let me just go look it up, and I'll, like, give you the name. Nice. Yes. Yeah. You are a good ally to brown people, you lovely right. white woman. Right, right, right. Yeah. That's how... Mm. That's how you can do it. There are nice ways to do it. Yeah. Um, speaking of the food thing, I actually ran into someone a couple of weeks ago at work... And she was like, 
this is a weird question. Like, I'm sorry if this offends you, but are you Indian? I said, yeah. She's like, okay, so my favorite Indian restaurant just closed down. Like, where do you go? Like, do you go out and eat Indian food? And I was like, oh, you know, so I ended up talking to her about that, you know. Um, And so that was like a good segue. She wasn't trying to be like, oh, you're Indian? Cool. I know someone Indian. She wasn't even at all trying to do that. (laughs) She was just like, you just, I just didn't know, but I just want good food recommendations because we were already talking about where we got our nails done. So she felt very comfortable being like, right. okay, how about food? Right. It was just, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, better. people are, people are good. Mm-hmm. There are good people. Yeah. My other coworker, um, she like grew up in a very diverse neighborhood and um, she is so sweet. She always asks questions because she wants to like know more. She's like, so what are your parents like? Do your parents let you date? Do you have to get an arranged marriage? Did your parents get an arranged marriage? She just wants to know information, mm-hmm. and she approaches it in a very, like... Curious way. Yeah, not in, like, an offensive... I don't know. She just does a really good job of asking questions mm-hmm. and, and stuff, and it's never weird. Right. Hey, Tiffany, you want to play a game? Yes. <laughs> oh, shit. You are do you trying game. to kill me now? <laughs> like, the call is coming from inside the house now? <laughs> game no oh this is like so this is the part of the episode where we like to play a little this or that type game that we brilliantly named this This or that that. (laughs) yeah i don't know if i like the music this is always hard to do with somebody that you that you not even like i don't know the questions are just difficult Try, if you guys ever think of good this or that questions, can you just send them to us? Because we literally tried to Google them today, and they're terrible. We don't want, like, coffee or tea, chocolate or vanilla. We need something, like, good. (laughs) She scratches off two questions. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Three. Oh, no. Fuck. Pineapples or watermelons? Watermelon. Summer or fall? Oh, shit. That was on mine. Whoa. Yeah. That's okay. I have a couple. Weird. Okay. I still have to answer. Oh, fall. <laughs> oh, I forgot that I had to. <laughs> Lion King or Aladdin? Oh, that's a good one. Um, Aladdin. Llamas or emus? Ugh, neither. Gotta pick one. Emu because it's fun to say in llama because I have a little bit of a PTSD with that one. Chai or tea? Chai. It's funny because we have sort of similar ones for some of them. Um, movie or play? Movie. Summer or fall? Fall. Mm. Oh. Yeah, I guess I'm saying, yeah. Disney or Pixar? Pixar. Dine-in or carry-out? I was going to say the one that I was going to tell you, but I, I, I'll save them for the last one. We'll end on a good note. Uh, dine-in or carry-out? Carry-out. Sarcasm or an outright joke? Sarcasm. Writing or reading? Writing. Spit or swallow? (laughs) As always, a special thanks to Joe Aquino for the post-production on this episode. And thank you again to Mr. Williams for providing music for this episode. A man of many talents, you can find all the links to his work on our website at www.chaiteapartyshow.com. Be sure to also check out Brown Girl Magazine at browngirlmag.com. They're an online magazine that helps empower young South Asian women. And for all the guys out there, make sure you check out Brown Boy. 
And if you haven't checked out our photos on our website and on our Facebook page, make sure you check them out. Thank you so much to Abilasha for taking our photos for us and dealing with us all day, even though we are not skilled. <laughs> even though we're not the models that she is probably used to photographing. But thank you so much for putting up with us and taking the most amazing pictures. Thank you. We love you. Make sure to check us out on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook. Please like us, share us, uh, leave us a review on iTunes, and subscribe. We really appreciate all the support that you guys have been giving us so far. Thank you, as always, to y'all. If you like llamas, tea bags, or bullshit Indian girls, share this with someone you like. Or don't like. Someone you grew up with. Or someone who just can't get your name right. Someone who you gave a nickname to. Or who gave you one. Thanks for listening. Cheers. out there work very hard for your money just like Tiffany I do you have day jobs you try to pursue your dreams conference calls emails meetings it happens all the time you cherish that money that you work hard for and we want to say please give us that money <laughs> if you want to donate or sponsor us please email us at giant Like, really, give us all the monies. Please, we really, we could really use some new equipment. You know, we're just two girls trying to follow their dreams. Are you going to deny us like that? Help me, I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs>